0: Alright, we're back. into 2TV Sports with the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again today. Mario Cristobal leaving our Ducks for South Beach. Taking his talent to South Beach. Say good riddance. The Pats, Jerry. Pats were insane last night. Three pass plays for Max Jones. Three pass plays. I didn't watch the game. I was at the Warrior game, but... Of glad I missed out on that one. Um, the Pats are back, I guess. And then we're gonna, what do you mean? You guess too, we're course. the number one seed in the AFC
1: on an absolute hot streak of tear, haven't lost in over a month. How could you not be excited about this Pats team? I mean, that's the best three pass win of all time, right there. That game, I know you missed it, but absolutely electric smash mouth football up the middle. Getting it done in the 1950s way up in Buffalo, 40 mile an hour wins. I'm sure you've seen the crazy videos out there. I mean, we just went in there and, you know, own the bills as usual. It's glad to see that uh things are as they
0: should be. So I, I guess we, we can talk pats first, because mine as well. But uh so I, I didn't watch the game. I was following it, but how many field goals did the Buffalo Ficker so could- miss? So, the win was going
1: left to right. You couldn't do anything if you were on offense, headed headed left on the television screen. Um, I mean, you couldn't kick. the punts were going like twenty a uh, twenty yards if that. um, it really just came down to like, could you move the ball on offense when you were with the win? And even then it was tough to throw it. Um, yeah, it that game didn't really tell you about the bills or the Patriots as much as I want to be really excited. I think just in a couple of critical spots, the Pats executed as usual. The bills didn't as usual. Um, so, but
0: yeah. All in all, I'm I'm glad you're willing to admit that because I thought you'd come on here like every other Pats fan and and declare yourself Super Bowl champions already because you beat a no. I mean, you can't buffler. say that
1: after that crap show of a game. you just run the ball. I mean, the Colts were able to run on on the Bills for 200 plus yards like we did last night. We know their run defense isn't stellar. What is impressive about the Pats is that they were able to run the ball against a stacked box when there was eight, nine guys, because, you know, every play was a run. The Bills knew they were going to run, and they were still able to get four or five yards per play. Um, And then Damian Harris actually got hurt, and uh, we were still able to move the ball with Ramondre and uh, Brandon Bolden. So it is impressive what we did, although I will will say you play that game ten times, maybe go six four to the Pats. You know, a couple of plays go differently, a couple tackles missed, a couple tackles made the other way. You know, I don't think you've learned that much from this game.
0: Yeah, so that's what it seemed like to me, just following it. I mean, like, it, especially towards the end, like, Bass missed at least one field goal. Like, I saw him kicking in warmups, Like, the ball literally just went, like, sideways. It just like, goes sideways.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't kick. Even when the wind's with you, it's going left to right very, very quickly. There was actually a punt by Jake Bailey, our punter, who uh, is notorious for a pretty big leg. And uh, they showed the slow motion of the ball dropping from his hand. To his foot, and it it moved, and so he kicked a fifteen yard <laughs> shank, and it was the uh, shortest career punt of or short punt of his career, you know, all because of the win in that That's short absurd. amount of time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I tough. mean, I dude, I think the Pats obviously are contenders in the AFC. This AFC though is looking like kind of a joke. But like, okay, so the only team the that AFC? scares me,
1: the only team that scares me in the AFC is the Chiefs. That's it. And I know they haven't been clicking on the offense, but you get them in the postseason. They strike fear into your heart. I know you're anti-Mahomes, but, I mean, I mean, you don't like the Pats or the Chiefs, so I guess
0: who, if it's not the Chiefs, who do you think, you know, should the Pats be afraid of? Dude, that's, I mean, it's looking like the Pats and the Chiefs right now, but I don't think either of those teams are that good. Like, if, if either of those teams were in the NFC, I don't even know if they would win, like, any divisions in the nfc yeah but the nfc's
1: top heavy though so i i I disagree with that i think either of these teams would win the nfc east that that division as we've said year over year is terrible so maybe i mean you guys did lose to the cowboys at
0: home but
1: i um, you know on one broken play in overtime you know it wasn't that like that we were that far away from beating the division champs The presumable with division champs i should add
0: So when I when I was on this pod with J-Rob a few weeks ago and we brought him on, like I was I was saying that there's going to be a team in the second half of the year in the AFC who's going to come out of nowhere and like start playing some good football Um, because it seems to be so open to me. And I was like thinking Chargers maybe or Bengals like I, I wasn't really sure, but. But to, to, to answer your question, the team that I would be most worried of if I was uh you other than the Chiefs would be the Colts. I think they're they're getting things together. They're playing good football. They're gonna run the ball. Um,
1: well, luckily for you, I, you get to see that matchup in two weeks
0: when they get yes. us off the bye. So I'm really excited to see that. I mean, both teams off a of bye week, both teams are gonna give a a good shot. Like the Colts need that game. I mean, they're only seven and six. Like if, if they lose that game. And Get then they, in they play at Arizona. Like that's they they gotta they gotta beat the Pats. So I think Frank Reich's gonna pull out all the stops for that. That that's gonna really tell me how good of a team the Pats are. Like if they come out and do this three-pass bullshit with Max Jones and Ramadre and all this, and they win, like then I'll be like, all right, Pats are a legit team, like they might have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Um, but right now, as it stands, like I still think of the Pats as a team that's going to need some some breaks to like make a run in the playoffs. Just with the way that their offense is. Yeah, but what team isn't going to need a couple breaks in the in the playoffs in the AFC? They all. Do. I think as much as I hate Mahomes and think that he's super overrated, shown again on last Sunday night football, Jerry, I don't know if you watched that game. They covered, they covered. They, Cause their defense is playing amazing <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. Mahomes yeah. is still making this boneheaded sidearm tipped interception. Yeah. like dumb sacks. Like their offense clearly isn't clicking, but that defense is playing good football. And if the road goes through arrowhead um, in the playoffs, like that's not going to be an easy, easy path. I mean, to, to win like in arrowhead is max jones really gonna go in there and beat the beat Mahomes homes in arrowhead like I we saw more more last that oh, year hey, but right now but
1: right now the road goes through foxborough so it wouldn't even be like that
0: so i'm not worried that's true not worried about that, that at all true. i mean we'll we'll see like how the pats finish out this year you still got the colts and then the dolphins i know you were saying and then the bills again like i not counting out the bills to beat you guys
1: yeah, uh, no, neither am I, but I will say everyone's counting that in, in the win column, the Patriots against the Dolphins, but I mean, look at our track history going down to Miami, we lose that, that game every year, it's almost a throwaway game at the very end of the year, it's cost us seeding a bunch of times before, might happen again, although I will say usually we take care of business at home, and then lose to them on the road late in the year, this year we lost and- to them at home early in the year, so I do I do expect us to win that game in Miami.
0: And the Dolphins have won five in a row. They get the Jets. They get a bye week, and then they get the Jets, who I mean, you you think that they'll win that? They get the Saints, who are playing horribly, um, in New Orleans, but but still, uh, that's a winnable game. They get the Titans, who are down every good offensive every player that every they player, have. yeah. And and then they get the Pats at home. So I mean, if they can go two and one going to that Pats game, you would figure that that Pats game they might be playing for something. Um, which would be fun? A little two over Mac Bama, a little yeah Bama on Bama, uh, Bama
1: crime. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm in on that. But yeah, huge Pats game against the Colts. What do? What time is that game, Jerry? That's oh, to... that, di-
1: that, that game has been cemented on CBS at the one o'clock Eastern time zone kickoff guarantee it lock it in don't i you know as we do this Tosh, try uh, to do no, us get the time it, uh, it's gotta it's on, be one no it's
0: on saturday it's on the side some oh saturday. they pulled that out because the oh the extended schedule okay well so this game a, it, i'm i'm gonna have to make a point to to make sure I, i'm in front of the tv for that one that's one of the best games this year what time we got that on saturday it's like 5 20 pacific time so oh, that's ridiculous it'll be that'll a be prime perfect. time I've, <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Wisconsin. It'll probably be nice. Nice. I i guess it's an indie. It'll be in the dome, I guess. But that, that's a big game. Oh, um, oh my Pat. bad. I
1: thought you were talking about the uh, the Dolphins game at the end of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the Colts no, no. game I'm is talking... Saturday prime time. That's going to be a good one out of the bye.
0: Yeah, Colts. Pats. Huge game. uh All right, Jerry. Anything else on the Pats before we talk about our ducks and Mario Cristobal?
1: I mean, there's so much. Mo- there's so much to say about them, but I'll, I'll keep it brief. Uh, I mean. They're a legit contender, Tosh. I hope you're scared. And uh, with that, we can get to the Ducks. And uh, I, would, getting... I would love
0: to play the Pats in the Super Bowl. Would love yeah, I'm it. sure you would.
1: You've been saying that for years. The only problem is you guys can't get there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe this year, Gary. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Just like last year. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I mean – yeah, I don't even want to get into the Packers. I I don't think that we're gonna to go to the Super Bowl, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> One of these years new uh, the year. Uh all right, let's talk about Mario Cristobal, the Oregon Ducks coach. You know we gotta get this in the pod. Got absolutely smacked by Utah. Two two out of three weeks in a row. I was watching that game, all excited, like we were gonna come out and play. He laid an absolute egg. Uh, it was a complete embarrassment, and I just uh, – I, I, after that game, I was like, all right, I, know, I don't know about this guy, Cristobal, and uh, and then he turns out to accept the University of Miami job. So good riddance to Cristobal, and and we want Urban Meyer. Dude, so I was watching that game,
1: stuck it out through the fourth quarter, most of the fourth quarter. Surprised I made it that far. Honestly, what do you expect 13 days later playing Utah again? They're just a better team. Uh, Kyle Whittingham, great coach. We should go after him. I don't think he'll lead Utah ever. Um, yeah. The, so I was out on Ball from the beginning. You were in on him. And then I kind of, he pulled me in and then you were kind of out on him. It's kind of funny how that flip-flop with his tenure at Oregon. Um, it, you know, the only plays we really remember that stick out, stand out to me are like the epic fails by like when we fumbled against Stanford. Like some terrible decision-making. Um, but he did always have the team in like a good spot. Definitely could have been a worse run, I think, you know. All in all, it balanced out, and we want to roll his bowl out of it. Although he did have Herbert. Maybe we should have done a little bit more winnings when we had Herbert <laughs> thinking about it. but uh, I, So you did mention Urban, and uh, I'm willing to sell our team's soul to recruit the uh, the NCAA laws and regulations to get those recruits, you know, puts in the winning winning bracket once again. But I don't think he's leaving Jacksonville. Like, he sign a multi-year deal. This was year one. I think he likes having Trevor Lawrence and, you know, things aren't completely awful in Jacksonville as they have been in years past.
0: So Jerry, uh, Phil Knight, you know, giving so much money to the Oregon program, he's 83. He's getting up there. He wants to win a national championship now. Like he doesn't want to wait. So I think he wants someone who's going to come in and be able to do that. Um, And apparently He's buddies with Urban Meyer. Like apparently Phil Knight, when Urban Meyer was coaching at Ohio State, like would like go into the Ohio State like locker room, like before games sometimes and stuff. Like he was around that program because I like what's cooking up here. Yeah, he and Urban are buddies. Um now, do I think Urban's gonna leave like after half a year in Jacksonville to come coach the Ducks? Like probably not, but also if like Phil Knight can, Phil Knight has so much money. Like he's literally donating hundreds oh, of millions yeah, you of dollars throw, to Oregon. Yeah.
1: It's, it's like, insert your number here to get urban Meyer to come to Oregon. Uh, exactly. And the thing is like, we, I mean, this should be a marquee job. I mean, we're top of the pack 12 year in year out, you know, fighting for top of the pack 12. It's an easier path to the playoff and doing it out in the, in the uh, SEC. And what's going to be the new SEC. And you know the big 10 is usually Ohio State, comes on Ohio State and Michigan, so those are the two marquee jobs there. And Michigan State, yeah. you know, just signed but, their coach for like 10 years. So, I mean, Oregon's I don't understand why you wouldn't want to do it.
0: Um, but the if you're one just like thing, coach, yeah, the one thing that I think will always come up is like when you're coaching up in Eugene to get recruits, you're going to need to be spending a lot of your time in LA, Texas, Florida. Like you're gonna have you're not you can't just go out to your backyard and go recruit these guys. Like you're gonna have to put in a lot of effort to get the top recruits, which Cristobal did. But crystal Cristobal was not great at finding the right recruits, finding a quarterback, or executing executing on the field. So I mean, his yeah. recruiting got us to like I feel like under Cristobal we were gonna be a nine and three, eight consistent. and four, 10 consistent and two, eight, like yep. consistent. Yep consistently solid program which i was down for maybe make the playoff every now and then but uh like i just never thought that we would really be national championship contenders. but hopefully with this hire we can get to that point and i think urban would do it um i don't know if, have you seen some of the other names that they're talking about no i've saw so, like i I saw Joe
1: Brady was mentioned, but other than that, not too many. So, which, I mean, is, which is surprising.
0: Are, Usually a bunch of names pop out, so if you have some, people, throw them my way. Yeah, I mean, people were talking about Kalani Satake from BYU. Mm-hmm. The problem with him, though, is that he doesn't, his recruiting rankings have been very low. And while he's had yeah, success... But is that a like, function of him or the school? So, uh, I mean, I think it's a function of both a little bit, but I think while he's had success, uh, he I think he's 21-3 and in his last 24 games, but He's playing with the, all, all these guys who are like 25, 26, 27, because they're all more <laughs> full adults. Yeah, so, there's some freshmen. So I do like him. I like what he brings, but he definitely has some red flags. Uh, talking about Justin Wilcox from Cal. Um, that's one where I think if you want Justin Wilcox to be there for the next 20 years, build a program, go eight and four, nine and three, compete for a Rose Bowl every now and then. like, that's just an easy hire. You'll, your program will be relevant. You'll play better than your recruits sh- should, but just you're not going to win a national championship with Justin Wilcox. Okay. Um, people were talking about uh, Lane Kiffin. Maybe he, he just signed the
1: extension of Ole Miss.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, Lane Kiffin and David Rand are in the same boat. Like, people are talking about them, like, oh, uh, or coach O. George yes, runs out there. I
1: heard that so, floating yeah, out, I but mean, I don't think it's going to happen. Coach O would
0: be interesting, but I, I don't think with the whole. His whole like uh off the field dramas that he's been a part of, but they're gonna Tough go sound. after him. If we're sound. talking about Chris Peterson, uh I would love I that. He's a great coach. Yeah. But when he comes to his rival gonna, school, yeah, Probably I don't not. think he's gonna come out of retirement. Um, one guy who I kind of like, um, and he he was named interim coach, is Brian McClendon, who's the wide receivers coach. He's from mm-hmm. Georgia. He like Coach under uh Mark Rick. Was an OC at South Carolina, uh, SEC guy. He got some top recruits to come there, some top wide receiver recruits. Like, like I think instead of like trying, instead of hiring someone like Wilcox, like I would probably go just hire this guy, and he'll probably be able to keep the recruits. Like, you could hit a home run with him, um, or it could fail, and then you can maybe rebuild. But. I just – I don't really see upside with hiring a guy like Wilcox or Kalani Satake. Um So, I think you, you shoot for Urban and, and some of those top guys, and if you can't get him, you just promote this McClendon dude who seems seems like he would at least be competent.
1: And he's he's going to be
0: coaching in the Alamo Bowl, right? So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll so get a we'll look s- at him, see what, see what it's like. But they're going to want to hire a coach before the Alamo Bowl, I think. I mean, we'll see if they do.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like coach. I don't. Even if you hire that guy, you think he's going to come in and take over and coach that bowl game?
0: Uh, he's definitely not coaching the bowl game. But what I'm seeing is like we might not be able to see what he can do. You know, if you name him head coach yeah. and then and, and then he like sucks in that game, it's kind of like a bad thing for the program. Um, one other name that is is Chip Kelly. What, what do you think about? Like I'm going, I go back and forth on that. I like it. I think it would bring. A
1: lot back to the school, but but I am in favor of it.
0: You're in but on Chip think, Kelly? Think,
1: yes, but I don't think he has any reason
0: to leave UCLA. Oh, I think he'd leave in a heartbeat because kind of on the hot Yeah, like I think he's kind of on the hot seat there. I, I don't really think he cares too much about like being in LA. Like he he's I feel like he's kind of more just like a football dude. He's he doesn't really care too much about. The LA, you know, uh, Lincoln Riley spotlight. Like, I think we could pay him way more than, than UCLA pays him. I just don't know if if he's the guy for the job. Like, he's you know, if, if you just look at his, if you look at his stuff after Oregon, it's terrible. It's back, awful. Like, it's you would awful. never even consider hiring him. So that to go around and and hire him now seems a little bit like just trying to recreate what happened in the past it would be interesting to see what
1: he could do though at oregon with all the resources at his disposal again yeah i'm intrigued by that
0: i really exactly and that's where i go back and forth because i'm like oh chip kelly if he got rehired there would be so much buzz around their program that's what i'm saying that's what we need (laughs) you know but but at the same time like that could wear off. And then the first year we go eight and four, he gets a terrible recruiting class. The next year we go seven and five. And then it's just like, I mean, that's basically what happened at UCLA.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So
0: So, uh, this one year he's been decent for them, but it's like eight and four is like a huge thing for them. Like he's going to get fired if he probably did anything worse than eight and four. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's it's a big hire. Like, this team is talented. They need to find the quarterback. But there's a lot of top recruits on the defense and offense, both sides. Like no, we other have than a good court. core. We, I mean, we do. Literally,
1: our problem is QB, which I don't even think yeah. – we've been, we've been asking for uh, Shuck to come in the game and, like – I mean, you if mean he can't Thompson? beat out Anthony Brown – Yeah, sorry, Thompson, yeah. If he can't beat out uh, uh, Brown, then – I
0: mean, how good is he really?
1: Like we're kind of yeah, screwed at QB. That's,
0: that's been my take the whole time is if he if if there's any question between of him being better than Anthony Brown, then he's clearly then not. He's not the
1: guy. Yeah. If you can't do yeah. like Anthony Brown, you're not it, Chief. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, the kid at Utah, so. they're the, their freshman quarterback, he's gonna have a fun college career. I feel like he's like yeah. a young, like uh gardener minchu yeah so that's exciting
0: (laughs) i think if if he looked different like if you put him in like you know like anthony brown's body or something people would be like gushing about it you know they'd be like this this guy should be a top 10 dude that kid can sling it if he was, especially if he was at usc you know every mock draft you go number number one to the jets (laughs) yeah yeah you know it so i mean uh We'll see. Yeah, I feel like Utah and USC are in a good position to run the Pac-12. Dude, yeah, Utah, a very
1: low-key solid.
0: They're going to have a good couple
1: of years. Uh, before we get out of here, you want to talk a little bit just about the CFB playoff matchups now being yeah. determined?
0: Yeah, so I, I was really hoping Georgia would beat Bama because I've just – We've seen these teams over and over again. Like I get, Bama's good. I don't need to see them in like the playoff again. I wanted to see Notre Dame get in with their replacement head coach, who I think I really like. I think he's. I think it's good for Notre Dame that Brian Kelly left. I think this dude's gonna be better than Brian Kelly. Um. So I think yeah, I think I want to see Notre Dame get in to compete with this coach. They didn't. So I guess now we have the best matchup. So we'll see what Cincinnati's made of. They will, they, they wanted Bama. They'll get Bama. Um, you think they get smacked in that or. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think since he has a shot. Um,
0: yeah. I want to say since he has a shot, but then I know like I'll be sitting on no my way. couch right before there's that no game, way. like the Bama band will be playing it will be stadium will be packed. Like, Dude, There's going to be, be three Cincinnati the, fans. Yeah, and I'll be showing Nick Saban on the sideline, and I'll be like, oh, no. Cincinnati's about to get smacked. Dude, they're uh, going to lose by 28. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I, I just, I'm down to see that happen. I'm down to see what Cincinnati looks like against Bama. Um, Listen, the college football committee got it right.
1: Cincy deserves to be in there. They beat Notre Dame. There's no other team that's better than Cincy. They deserve to be in the playoff. Now, that being said, they're going to get smacked. <laughs> they just yeah. are.
0: And I think any team you put in there probably gets smacked.
1: Yeah, 100%. My my better question is, do you think Michigan is legit? Do they have a chance against Georgia? Because I know Georgia – so my whole thing about that is Georgia's look great all year, all-time defense. Stetson Bennett's a bum. Their offense struggles. Um, I'm worried they they get kind of shell-shocked after the Bama game and don't know who they're, like what their identity is anymore and come out and lay an egg against Michigan.
0: Yeah, I've been saying for a few weeks now that I think Michigan could beat Georgia. Um, and this was before Georgia even got smacked by Bama. Like, I think Michigan's defense is super legit. Uh, mm-hmm. I think their O-line's good. Their running game's good. They've got good receivers. Quarterback play's a little iffy, but... I'll yeah, but Wade McNamara, Macanera. he doesn't turn it over, though. That's I'll what's think, good I'll about him. I'll take him over, over bum-ass Stenson Bennett. That <laughs> yeah, that any day. That guy sucks. I've been saying yeah. this for two years. How did I guess they they brought in JT Daniels? I don't know why he's not playing. Like, how did they watch Stenson Bennett last year and say that this is the guy that's going to be our quarterback next year? Like, they come Probably on, like, you got to get you got to get someone better. Like, and if you look at their schedule, they really didn't play anyone. Like, Clemson's all right. Arkansas is like what ranked like twenty fifth or something. Auburn went like seven and five. Kentucky's ranked like twenty fifth. And then they got smacked by Bama. They didn't play any other ranked teams. Like they didn't play anyone, and they played Bama and got smacked. I think Michigan is. I think that's going to be a good game. Uh, yeah, I, I could really. What's going to be better than Bama?
1: Cincy for sure. For yeah. sure.
0: Um. So, yeah, I'm excited for that, though. I'm excited for, to see uh, Caleb Williams shred the Oregon defense from the Alamo Bowl as well. I
1: think it's nice speaking of the Alamo Bowl in Oklahoma to not see Oklahoma as the four seed to get blown out by
0: the SEC again. So I'm happy they didn't yeah. make it. Yeah, same. Um, all right, Jerry, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, get out of here?
1: Just two quick things. One, it's a little too early in the week to be given our picks. The lines are still adjusting. We're going to look those over. I haven't seen too many like this week, so it's going to be interesting. We've been on a hot streak. We'll see if we can keep that going. And two, and most importantly, oh, my God, Tiger puts out anything. He's back. I mean, this dude is wearing Sunday Red at the Hero Invitational. Dude hasn't been able to move too much with his lower body. Absolutely jacked chest right now. He's just hitting bench after day after day, it looks like. I mean, unbelievable what this man's looking like. He's pushing to get back. I hope he can make it back for Augusta. I think it's a little bit aggressive, if not that, then the U.S. Open. I mean, I didn't think on Sunday during during football, during the Lions' first win, that Tiger would get, be getting me fired up, but here we are.
0: Yeah, let's go. Tiger's back. It's looking good. Hopefully he plays in the Masters. I'd love to see that. We're gonna have to bring back the Masters challenge, Jerry. <laughs>
1: Hundred percent. I love. I love that we're firing that up in December, five months out. I'm sorry. When are the
0: commercials starting? It must be maybe. It's got to be like
1: playoff. Yeah, yeah. Right after New Year's playoff football. Like it's gonna. You'll see the first one.
0: I'm gonna text you as soon as I see the first Masters commercial. Uh, Of course. Document that. It's gonna be amazing. (laughs) All right, Jerry. Well, thanks for listening to the Tosh and Jerry podcast. And as always, check us out on Instagram, Twitter. And check out uh, J-Rob oh, All that J-Rob's got going on in Tuesday Morning Blitz um, That's been a great pod to follow So make sure you check that one out as well uh, And from now, 2TV Sports Signing off, Mike